número Elegante que lo que La luna brilla, la villa alerta Siempre María, nunca careta A lo falso lo rompo, se intentan eh. Y de noche en los pasillos Con los rochos andamos de paseo Bien marihuanero 24-7 sumando los ceros Los turros están puestos para el revoleo eh. Y no aceptamos el titubeo Porque andamos de paseo Bien marihuanero 24-7 sumando los ceros Los turros están puestos para el revoleo y no aceptamos el titubeo Hoy salimos de paseo This is what Conte and his posse is pulling up to Let's fucking go Is that Bad Bunny? Get out of here That's definitely not Bad Bunny It's these bloody Americans Chrome Jones Douglas Road Chris Joe Cool Shots out Geechee 305 Is he in witness protection? We could only pray, He's scared. but we will get to him very soon. But we're going to start with the, the match week's biggest game, Spurs at Chelsea. And, uh, yeah, let's just get to it. ask you about, they were unhappy with both goals, but they were also unhappy with an incident where Christian Romero seemed to pull the hair of Mark Kukurea. Are you aware of this at all? Um, uh, um, I don't, I don't know about uh, uh, what what you are talking about uh, the the last uh. guy. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. You know what you did when you encroached in Tuchel's area. You know what you did when you didn't look at Tuchel's eye. Kai Havertz foul. Fucking, I can go on and on. But we're not gonna go there. You want to know why? Because I have one guy to pick a fight with, and it's not Conte. Giorgino, clear the motherfucking ball. Dude, if everything except that one stupid-ass play happens in this game, it's a 2-1 match. We go home with three points. It's as simple as that. You feel me? But you complicate yourself, and what happens? Who does that? Not not even five-year-olds over here at KSP do that shit. Clear the motherfucking ball. The rivalry's back, baby. Listen, bro. I I mean, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? What a match. What a match. I mean, that second half was just, wow. Like, that was electrifying. You had them going bo- blow it's for It's Harry! <laughs> then, I mean, what the fuck was going on with the managers? That was insane. The post-match handshake, Conte looks over Tuchel. He doesn't let his hand go. Before Tuchel ran past Conte, Conte then just shit-posted him on Instagram. I just saw that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, he, he, he posted, and he up. said, if I, wasn't, if I was looking up, I would have tripped you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. God, and he's God. like, you would have deserved it. So this man's a savage. They're out for blood. I love it. Welcome back, Premier League. Yo, Welcome back, Premier classic League. Classic match. Listen, man, it's hard. It's hard for me because I'm a fan of both these coaches. Conte, he's the one that he's, – he's the reason the back three – is in the Premier League. Conte, gritty coach. This is what running sprints in the summer gets you. A 95th minute <laughs> Harry Kane goal. We're not going to talk so about... So classic. Look, we're not going to talk about the stuff that we couldn't control. We're going to talk about what we can control. First half, we controlled it the whole fucking time. You Incredible. Know I mean? Spurs were sitting back, and I was still scared because the only goal we had was off a set piece, and it looked like a good Conte team. A Conte team is not... a very attacking team. It's not his nature to have a team like that, right? But they're very, very well organized. And Tottenham, if again, if it wasn't for a set piece, then of course, boom, you would have been fucked. Um, Kulubali, 
what else can you say about the man? I mean, dude, phenomenal start. The first two games. Incredible. Playing like a savage. Incredible. You don't want to expect that kind of rip from a center back. So, you know, good job. You feel me? Like, <laughs> good I thought job. Sterling looked good today, too. Ster- I thought Sterling had a good game. I felt like Sterling was, you know, he yeah, was man. ghost a he little bit He was helping create sometimes. chances. Yeah, he was, he he was helping chances. a lot of the defense. What did you yeah. like about him? He had the assist on um, <clears throat> the Reese James goal. So, just, oh, I my think, God. you know, probably like 75% of forward players probably try to take that shot themselves. Sterling, you know, unselfish player, has his head up, you know, never down. Season making the run gets the surefire goal. So I don't know. Reese James is a baller today. He's probably man of the match. No, I mean he's up there. I mean British connection. You gotta love it. But Reece man of the James. match, I, I I would give it to Reese James simply because of you know the way he commanded the team to keep pushing. Like, and it wasn't by like saying it. It was by showing it. You know, the guy was running up and down the wing. Uh, he started the whole. He started the game playing right center back in a back three, and Loftus Cheek was playing right wing back, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> Shout out Loftus Cheek, versati- so versatile, versatile guy. He was the fact you incredible. know he's coming, bro. He's he's blue through and through, man. This guy's played midfield. This guy's played an attacking position, and now he's playing right wing back position. He's big. He's a presence. He's fast. I like him there. But anyways, Reese James, yo, like the guy. That that the goal guy. of his, that goal of his. If you look at that play, it was number one, Koulibaly, savage as fuck with the press. That's one thing that I wanted to point out. Chelsea were pressing very well today, and that was what got him that that second goal. That press from Koulibaly, Conte took it. Shout out Conte. I hope he feels better from the hamstring, and then he gave it to Sterling, and then Sterling made that great decision. So you know, shout out to the team. They had a good game, but once again, bro, like it's. If we're talking about this game, if we're talking about this game, we're going to talk about what we could have controlled. That's what sports is. You know, sometimes the fucking thing doesn't go your way. Reese James got a yellow, his first foul. They had fucking, I don't know how many fouls Arsenal had, technical fouls, and no booking. So, whatever. But one thing we could have controlled is, bitch-ass Giorgino. And again, I'm calling you out, bro, because you keep doing this. It's like... Bro, you ha- you were playing such a good game. Like, great game, and then you go fuck it up. And what happens? Of course, Tugel takes him out. You know? That's the way she goes. Yeah, I thought I... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, right now, if you guys can see Chris, let me give you the picture. This guy has a hoodie on like he's about to train for a fight. This guy, he just got a little intense. That's the way it is. That's the way it goes. It's the way she goes. It's the way I'm she fired goes. up. I'm the fired up because we got because we got another we got another rival in London. Let's switch gears. How is how are you gonna do this for 36 more weeks, bro? You're not gonna make it, bro. Lots of mate. Shout out. I gotta stop drinking Red Bull. I gotta go a little bit more pure with no the Red Bull. How do you even run last all week. these miles drinking like? Anyways, that's, that's, that's the health episode that we'll come <laughs> at you with very soon. No, but I feel like Tottenham have arrived. I, I feel like, you know, they're really about this life. I they're feel contenders. like, you know, they got a couple. Talk about it. They got a couple, you know, proper cunts. I mean, fucking uh, <laughs> Cuddy Romero screaming up in Reese James' face after the equalizer. Richarlison coming on immediately being an asshole. That's you know, it's just that's like they're just a. Full of a bunch of fucking assholes. Like, I would hate to play against bro, these guys. how good was it to see all four of them, like, you know what I'm saying? Team, that was crazy. Yeah, no, it was Son, exciting. Jetski, Kane, Richardson playing, Richardson. like, right there. Like, yeah. uh, Dude, 
the together. I'm, I'm telling you, like if you watch the first half, I was not happy about it, even though we were up one zero, and because it was a Conte team playing like a Conte team would. They were very well organized. You got to give it to these guys. Like, bro, I'm not taking it away. I'm, I can't take it away from Spurs. It's fucking, it sucks, dude, because. It's Prem. Getting, it's the Prem. getting the W for the last three years. We love playing against Spurs. I think what's interesting is these two teams are basically two of the three teams, I think, that are fighting for Champions League. It's these two and it's Arsenal. And everyone's in London. So <laughs> it's going to yeah, be yeah, a good yeah. fucking season. Yes, uh, but, you know, when you see these matches, you want to you know, pick and choose and see who shines and, you know, what that means moving forward. So I feel like both teams are pretty well positioned. You know, I think they both have, you know, have some solace in taking a point. Obviously, Chelsea probably feels pretty deflated. But after the match, Tuchel's postgame, he he was kind of upbeat. He was like, it seems like he needed a cigarette. Like, he was just like, he just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I mean, got off. Like, I was, it was like, bro, intense. It was yeah. intense, bro. It's, it's when I tell you I it's got football. off the couch three, four times during that yeah. second half alone, whoa, shit's going down. Yeah. This shit's going down. What'd you say? I'm ready. It was like, yo, like, it was intense. But it was, it's good to see Tuco like that. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, finally, like, what's up? It was like, yeah, you give a fuck about this shit? Okay. Yo, and Let's I got to I got to say, man, Cucurella, I think uh Cucurella was a good song. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I didn't understand the the signing necessarily. I was like, it's a lot of money. That's, you know, I don't know. They already have Ben Chilwell, but damn, you know, that kid is fast. You know, he's just got a spring in his step, the skill. He sent that cross in that Koulibaly scored on. So he's already paying dividends. So, I mean, you know, respect for that transfer business. Chillwell, you got some competition. See ya. Chillwell. Nah, man, look, bro, honestly, and I talked about it last week, Chillwell, baller, but it's about freshness, very good point. You know, he's there, and he's a half step quicker, and a half step in the Premier League is going to get you going. You feel me? But, guy, get it to Arsenal, man. Arsenal, Listen, Leicester. you want to talk Arsenal? Where, where are you guys trying to go? Where are you guys trying to go? The guy with the fucking phone is balling. What else do we got to talk about? The Brazilian connection, Martinelli, the new captain, Odegaard. Let's go. Listen, listen, I've been watching this. I'm a sucker for these fucking sports little documentaries. Shouts out to Sunderland. It all started with them. But I have fallen in love with Mikel Arteta, man. Oh, I have oh, fallen in love. I have. I was telling my girl, isn't he such a nice coach? Look how he talks Here to him. <laughs> have you finished All or Nothing? I have not, but I will tonight. Okay, I'm in. Epi- Even though I, I just finished I, we episode all know, one, we all know what happens at the end of the season. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, bro, tell me you tell me you're not you're not impressed yet. Well, I ain't getting impressed till the third episode. So when you get there, let me know if you okay if you feel differently. Stay tuned. Damn, this guy hates Arteta. There he goes, falling in love. Like I'm just saying, like the way he he's with his players. This is why I wanted to because AFTV makes it seem like. Like he's an asshole and shit. Like this nigga's far from an asshole. Guy, he's the nicer one out of out of Tuco, Conte, and Arteta. And the reason I'm putting these guys all together, number one, they all coach in London. Number two, if we're talking about top four, it's Man City, Liverpool, and those three teams. Would you guys agree or disagree? Who else would you put up there? You're right. Yeah. Um I think uh just to take it back to the match, um, I feel like Arsenal have been well organized for the most part, and I feel like it's a very, you know, good start to the season in terms of 
you know, getting their business done in the transfer market, bringing back some players from loan, you know, getting everything settled. Mikel's second year, you know, whole offseason, everything else. And then now being able to start the season with a bang, you know, having these guys in early, I think that pays dividends. So I got to respect them. I mean, they deserve the win. But um, I saw how people were like, Hyping up uh, Saliba, how you say Saliba, Saliba, um, because you know they were they, well. Well, it was funny because they were saying that like, oh, the Mbappe of center backs, like that's what Arsenal yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter was trying to call yo, him. Like, and then you like, <laughs> yo, Arsenal social player, media yeah. is probably the biggest fan base. Like, it, yeah, they're they run them. rampant, you know. Arsenal, shout out Arsenal because they got the. I the can't wait for kids, that Arsenal, the hottest social Chelsea media, the hottest down the road. Listen, down listen, the road, listen, listen. so. It's London, baby. So what I really enjoyed about them, and that's a good point, Joe, that you said that they're well-organized because it's literally what I saw from Arsenal, Spurs, and Chelsea as well. This is why I'm comparing them. Um, Arsenal, what I saw a lot of, they were tearing it up with those little one-two triangles on the left and right-hand side. Arteta style, Pep Guardiola style, you know, that same school of thought. And they were they were clicking, bro. They were Fucking clicking. So it doesn't matter if you got the highest quality players in Man City and Liverpool now because you got three other teams that right now they can compete with those players because they're clicking and they're playing well. You feel me? So shout out Arsenal. I'm a hater. I love hating on Arsenal, but you know, they're doing well. Now, as far as top four, because real quick, I want to talk about this as far as top four. I'm scared for Chelsea right now. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Because... What if you get a Aubameyang or Frankie de Jong? How, how much confidence would... Frankie, work? Frankie, I don't know about Frankie so much. Aubameyang might work, but it didn't work so well in Arsenal. And the reason why it might work is because... Tommy. Look, bro, Kai, let's take it back real quick. Kai, the game he had, he missed a big chance. And thank God Reese James, he was thanking him and everything. He was like, yo, thank God for scoring the goal because I missed a fucking hell of a goal. And... <laughs> Whatever, he comes through. Kai's clutch. Kai's clutch, but there was still something missing there. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Aubameyang might help, but I don't know if... I don't know, dude. I I, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Very interesting. For, uh... <clears throat> there's only one more game in town. The the one that broke the internet. Saturday. Saturday morning, U.S. Saturday afternoon in England. We're talking about Manchester United. We're talking about Brentford. Talk about it. I did mean, you see? Did you see it? Like, because I caught it like fifteen minutes after. No, I was on it. Like, so I was always kicks. delayed. Okay, no, you know no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you saw it live. I saw it live. Yeah, I mean, it was just I couldn't believe it. I mean, I think most people thought going into this week, uh, surely Man United are going to turn this around. I mean, they cannot go from losing to Brighton. Like they did to then come back, you know, the very I next had a week. feeling. But Brentford, let me tell you what. Brentford at home, <laughs> just like anybody Brentford at home. Brentford at home in that crowd, it's no fucking joke. They're, I knew they were going to take no prisoners. I was just like, I could see, you know, maybe Ronnie starts. He can get him ahead. I don't know. Like, piece it together. I was like, there's just no way they're going to lose. If anything, maybe a draw it would be still disastrous. But for them to then concede that first goal... Goes right through De Gea's hands. You know, what was that, 13th minute or some shit? It was a fucking insane. And then everything just fell from there. All right, so we got, uh, we made it happen. Geechee, are you here? Yes, sir. 
Okay, oh, Geechee, we just oh, started no. talking about Man United. We got Douglas Road, Chris. We got Joe Cool. What's up, brother? I know you are busy Yo. at the moment, but just give me give me two minutes of your thought on the what lineup, on, on the disaster. The game, and then we can talk about the aftermath. But what the fuck yeah. happened? Man, what, what, what can we even talk about? There's nothing to talk about. Everything was, everyone saw it. The whole, who, who didn't see the game? Who didn't see the embarrassment? There's nothing, nothing to talk about. It showed how our team is. It showed how our pride is. It showed who our club is. It showed who owns the club and how we're, how we're, you know, we're, we're not playing. We're playing with people that, that we're playing with. We're not playing with people that, that want to back up the, the, you know, the, what we are, Man United, the logo, the, the badge, what we are, you know? They're just there for the money. The way we played was <laughs> fucking horrendous. Take a breath, my friend. Take a breath, Gucci. I love you, dog. Bro, I'm high. I'm super high. I'm super pissed. I don't want to look at anybody. I want to see anybody. I want to talk about Man, Man United until next game. Even though we play Liverpool, which is even a bigger, oh, no. bigger fucking man. Oh, no. What, what We're not f- ready for that. We're not ready for that. Man. I could only pray for you. So, who is to blame? What is it? Because I think most fans from the outside, you know, looking in, are like, "Oh, the players suck," or "The coach is new and he sucks," or the, like, "What? Who? Who? Who bears the responsibility for the state?" Of I the don't. Field? I don't think you could put it all on one person. You have to put it in general of the club, of where our money's going, what our owners are doing. Uh, I can't. I, I could kind of. We could kind of blame our manager as well. Not as much as, but we could training wise. No, but the reality of him telling us about signing, uh, what we were going to do to change the spot, and how we're going to build the spot, and how we were going to get young young people to help us build the spot. But it doesn't look like that. It doesn't doesn't seem like that. There's it doesn't there's there's no lack. There's no effort in our team. It just looks like you know. We're just there to make the money, and that's it. Uh, there's no, there's no heart behind our badge. Yeah, no, it, it's pretty tough. Pretty, words, pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's horrible. We're, we're trying to help you pretty through. Pretty bad it. is an understatement. Pretty bad is an understatement. Yeah. This is fucking horrendous. This is pointless. It's not self-fred anymore. It's so everybody. Right. Everybody got to go. That, that's what. That's what somebody. What was it? Gary I've Neville. Been he said that. Just I've been said let that. Ronaldo go, and then when Ronaldo goes, I mean, because he deserves to go because he's you know at least actually done stuff for the team. So let him not deal with this shit show. He came it, back. He came back. He had his glory year. Ah, uh, congratulations. Now get out. Move on next. Even though nobody wants him, but keep moving, brother. Yeah. Well, this is what I was thinking. Was was. I think Ronaldo, and I saw this opinion online, and I actually think it's right. I think he saw the business they were doing in the summer and basically no one in, like no one in. Like you got to think, this guy played for Real Madrid. He played for the Man United, amazing teams with just superstars, Wayne Rooney. I mean, just like won everything, right? So he knows what it takes to win and be like a good club. So I think he basically came into the preseason, everything's going on, and saw the writing on the wall. They brought in nobody, and then the only guys they brought in were were three three players. When Ralph Ragnick and everyone else was saying, "We need ten. We need ten players. We don't need three or two or four. I'm we actually, need ten. I'm actually scared. We need, a, we need a new eleven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to send Martinez back to the fucking uh, the Ajax because uh, he's looking very miniature. <laughs> Yeah, I. How's he gonna out, match up next week with these savages, man? It's gonna oh be tough. God. Man. Anyways, Geechee, 
I appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all calling. I appreciate y'all calling. I'm gonna give man. you a hug next time I see you. Pray for Chris. Uh, I need, I need, I need a lot more than that. Oh, hey, oh, yo. Listen, tomorrow three o'clock. Watch the best team in the world. All right, Crystal Palace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Peace out, my boy. Y'all boys later. Yo, what I don't understand. All right, so we're playing the blame game real quick, right? Okay, we're gonna play Ragnik. Why would you go with a four three three when yes last week you had a four two three ten hog ten hog Eric whatever the Tactical fuck Tactical Chris <laughs> ten hog listen ten hog go with the four two three one you had you had two in the back you had you had better of a chance to defend right number two again playing the blame game at this point bro if we're gonna point the finger at one person. It's the the Glazers. I don't think you could blame them anymore. I don't think you can blame, blame them anymore. It's the Glazers, guys. It's, how is it? How can you not blame the Glazers? Because they're putting up the money, and uh, yep. the people that are using the money suck dick. That's what true. money? They barely spent any. They have Lissandra Martinez. We're talking Eric's about in the last free. in the last ten years. They've bu- they've been on some like Real Madrid Barcelona shit. We're buying superstars. We're bringing Cavani. We're, if you look at the United players in the last. Eight seven years has been like what the fuck like, I think they have spent a lot of money. They yes, spent a but, lot of money. I mean, who has? Well, you they... can't blame the Glazers. Like you, you gotta blame the players, my brother. Like, I mean, if they're the up... players are not performing their job, everybody got a job. Yeah, it's like I always tell Chris, everybody talking, but who's cooking? <laughs> right. You understand? Uh, like, who's about to start the rice up? Yeah. No, I got you. And, and here's why, more broadly, I think the Glazers are to blame, is that they take dividends out of the club continually. So they're taking money and profits, no matter if the team is doing well or doing poorly. So At all, times. all these years, you know, that are going by, you know, they're getting more and more wealthy where the players on the team, yeah, they are investing in the transfer market, but they're also not investing well. You know, you got to look at it, you know, in that sense as well, where they're not even putting people in charge of sporting director positions that are yeah, true yeah, football yeah. people. Yeah, they're and that's business who people blame, that right? are loyal to the Glazers. They want them in there because Absolutely. they're going to do whatever the fuck they want for marketing and business. And it's it's basically a glorified like Instagram account that also plays football. Yeah, on Sundays, dude. It's wild. I I, I get they're it. in a hell of a hole. But I get a lot of clubs from. are in a hell of a hole. So, new eleven. <laughs> That's pretty. I look look at that formation. Fred in the middle as a center defensive mid, no skin. And then the last thing, the, the last thing was, you know, Gucci kept saying, "Oh, it's people that are just playing for money, playing for money." You know, like no cohesiveness, no structure. Everyone nah, is just like boy, miserable. Can we blame the Hayata for setting off the terrible tone? My boy. If it wasn't for that first mental lap, it might have been, okay, 2-0 is you better than 4. You still didn't four. get a goal in against Brentford. They probably would have scored. The, the hair, like, that's a terrible way to start. That, you Like, let's, bl- let's blame the hair first. Yeah. Because he set the tone for the afternoon. Well, yeah. I mean, I think in terms like of blaming, that, come on. you know, the players on the pitch, I mean, it's... it's it, the, the, the problem is we we already have seen this for a year. Yes, this team has yes. been out here, so I'm not surprised that Fred sucks. I'm not surprised that De Gea lets one in. I'm not surprised that you know they have no one with like major talent going forward that can hold the midfield. I, I'm not surprised by any of this. Harry Maguire, I've seen that guy give up countless fucking goals. I don't understand why he's the captain. So 
For me, I've already moved on from the players on the field because I've seen this movie a million fucking times. It's Absolutely. not even surprising. So, and the only and the, and again the the best way the best play to kind of get my point across as far as like not only is it De Gea is bro the third or the fourth goal the ball was in Brentford's area in penalty box and they took it from their penalty box end to end and scored a goal. Dude, like on a counter, like Brentford's not supposed to be able to do that for you if you're Manchester United. No way. Listen, we're moving on. And all I got to say is there was a shark in the water, but he didn't didn't really execute the execution. But nonetheless, nonetheless, Manchester City still destroyed Bournemouth. They had a back five. It was played back. It was like, yo, I've never seen a back five broken down. You know, in Liverpool in their prime, people, oh, let's throw, let's throw everybody in the box. And then, you know, that's how they play. Bro, they broke that shit down so easily. Knife. Within the first 30 minutes, they broke it down so easily. Hot knife meets butter. <laughs> like, Halan doesn't need to score 30. We're still going to be away. there. He's not going to score 30. Listen. Shut <laughs> Listen. I'm gonna keep saying it, and you want. And again, today he proved me. You want to know why? He was dropping in to the midfield like if he was in Borussia, trying to get the ball. Pep wanted him to stay up in the penalty box so he could get service, and that's how he'll get thirty goals. But you know, he kept dropping back, flooding the mid, and even though they had four goals, is because they're Man City. But he still took him off the game for you know what I'm saying. Like I think that sends a message to hey, stay your ass in the front. We're gonna play a certain way. Get your ass out of the midfield. I already have enough players here. Listen, I'm just saying they did it so impressively. Guy. Did you guys <laughs> see um, Kevin De Bruyne's goal? Kevin De Bruyne running wild. Just, but he guy, has man. been for a while. That guy is Who's going to stop him? He's a cheat code. It's just. It's, Belgium, come it's on. It's just wild to see, you know. And yeah, as much as, as annoying as it is to see Man City win and win and win and win and win. And believe me, it's very annoying. But, I mean, this team's so fucking good. It's just like, holy fuck, when I watch them play. It's just like, you see that, and then you watch, you know, anything, you know, Man United, and you're just like, the. Uh, it is a gulf. It is a fucking gulf between those two teams, same city. I can't wait till they play. Listen, right now, Man City has six points, and Liverpool has one. Oh. Every game, every game is a must-win game. Yeah, Liverpool, tomorrow welcome. night. We're moving on. Catch me outside. We're moving on. We're about to talk about... Guys, what, wait, 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 wait. What, right what, before we move on, I'm going to place a $5 bet. That $5 bet? We don't got time for that. We're grown. Oh, my God. Whatever, man. Listen, Crystal Palace is going to get the win against Liverpool. Shut the hell up. Man. I do believe it. <laughs> you don't believe nothing. You got Joe Cool here. Come on, don't let him palace. hype you up. Come on, you palace. Listen, let's talk about Liverpool Palace before we move on to the rest of you know level three. <laughs> You know what's coming to you tomorrow. Nothing. A clean sheet. <laughs> and three points. You know, I like to keep it humble. <laughs> but I know my team and I know what my yes. team does after a draw. <laughs> They're going to carve us up, aren't they? We're going to go for it. Hopefully yeah. hopefully, it's a nice game. We need to bring Connor home. 2-0 Liverpool. Con- listen, listen. Poor Connor. Connor. Looking good today. There goes Almost Connor. Had oh. Almost had your goal, Connor. But um, 
I think he would be a hub for Crystal Palace. Listen, bro, this is what I think. This is one of those games. This is one of those games that has that kind of feel to it. It's a small club against a bigger club. Crystal, it's a Monday whoa, night game. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa guy. Sorry. Guy, what do you want me to say? It's a, a smaller, not small. Crystal Palace yeah, has been better, in the Prem for better, 10 years. Perspective. Respect on the name. Listen, listen, listen. So, they're hungry, that man. plastic blue shit out of here. They're yeah. hungry. Liverpool's going out to, is it at Selhurst? Where is it at? Anfield. Anfield. Oh. We're in trouble. Even better. <laughs> no, hell no. Because they're going to get comfortable at Anfield. They're gonna, we're going to just do this job. And that's listen, the kind Jordan of game Henderson. And hasn't listen. talked for three days because he's preparing his voice yeah. for this game. Boy, you better drink tea with lemon. Take care of that voice, all the screaming you do. So be prepared to hear him screaming at every single player, including his own. I'm not worried. I think it's going to be an easy, not easy, but whatever. You know, I'm predicting a 2-0 Salah scores. Wow. Firmino scores. How, how creative and original. You know? Nothing crazy. <laughs> Next week you'll hear my more cocky side. Yeah. Okay. Back to level three. Two legends coaching. You got Stevie G. You got Frankie. What a game. Aston Villa. Both teams, even though it's week two, it's only week two, both clubs desperately needed a win. And uh, shout out to Stevie. Got it with Aston Villa. 2-1. Everton did almost come back. Gordon, the wonder kid. Well, you better find some hair with dye. The, with the wild, you know, scouts of hair. Kit. Yellow kit, yellow hair. What do you guys think about uh, the two legends yeah, matching I mean, up? I thought I thought it was, uh, you know, for the most part, I feel like those are the types of good Premier League matches you could just put on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know. It doesn't to start have to your be, day and shit. Right, yeah. It doesn't always have to be big, you know, big six versus big six. You know, those matches are still a lot of fun, and that's how I felt about this one. Um, Aston Villa got a lot of business done this summer. Somehow they always do. I don't know how they have all this money, but they do. Um, Aston Villa, big club. <laughs> I know, but Jesus. Um yeah, and then Everton just kept on doing Everton things, you know, in terms of it. I feel like they're always a day late and a dollar short. And I'm man, a, Frank needs a fucking cigarette. That guy. <laughs> yeah, Frank he looks a fucking depressed. cigarette and a fucking Coke. Come huh? get Frankie. And a Peloton. My boy, Frankie. <laughs> Yo, you get on the Peloton. This guy doesn't boy, even look that big. My boy big. looking husky. He's looking husky. I don't know. He's depressed, bro. He looks I don't know like why the, I'm defending him. Like, no, he doesn't. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he does, like, exactly what you said about the Ben Affleck fucking picture, the meme. He's smoking a cigarette looking like he's fucking had it enough. I don't know, bro. Uh, get, get some more people in there for him. Try to help him out. I think he's been doing a good job with what he has. Gordon, don't let that boy leave. Don't let that boy leave because he's saving your ass. Aston Villa. Aston Villa's won Champions League, right? Aston Villa's won fucking it's European a long Cups. Time man. Ago. A long, a long time ago. Put some respect in their fucking name, so, yeah. And Stevie G, I see you with the suit. Looking fresh. You see, Look he looks fit. He, walks, he so looks fit. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, he played well. Coutinho, I don't know where you were at. I'm not hating Coutinho's on you. It's just like he's plays. a good role player now. Um, That's a good side. Ings, your boy Ings. You know, we got to shout out Ings. Original OG. These bloody Americans, shout out, you know, he's still doing things, bro, you know, been in the league for a while, but good game, man, good gritty game. Shouts out to that game, man. We're going to let uh, Joe Cool talking about this Wolves full hand game because I happen to miss this game. I haven't even seen the highlights, but uh, talk to me about this game. It was a nil-nil, so. Yeah, I mean, 
<sighs> Wolves Fulham, I think Wolves are one of those teams where whatever you see the result, you're you're not surprised. You know, if they beat someone big, okay, yeah, I could see Wolves doing that. They lose a game they should win, you're like, yeah, you know, sounds about right too. So I think, <laughs> you know, getting a you know, a uh, nil nil result here was uh, you know, about you what you'd expect. Um I thought uh, Mitrovic in this um, match missed a penalty. Um, uh, Jose saw the uh, Wolves keeper saved the penalty, um, which uh, was just like, you know, basically, you know, result right there. Um, so it's yeah, I'm, so, seeing the, I'm seeing the stats right now. Yeah, it was a it was an entertaining match. You know, it was a first home game for Wolves this season. So um, and their new signing Gonzalo uh, Guedes, uh, the Portuguese striker, um, played for them. So they have their reinforcements in. As my Mexican friends say, muy interesante. Shouts out to Leeds United, Southampton. I got my eye on Leeds this whole season because the American connection. <laughs> Captain America. Tyler Adams, we got Jesse that was Marsh a good on that game, team. man. Yeah, it was good. And Brendan Aronson, how fun is he to watch? I mean, that kid has spark, doesn't he? He's, he's excited. Goals, bro. The guy's been scoring. He's been scoring goals. I think he scored on on his debut, right? The first yeah. game, match week one. Uh, fans are already loving him. You know, giving away shirts like a real Premier League boss. He's just doing well. And then Moreno, uh, fucking Rodrigo Moreno. Listen, bro, your hair. I feel you. I'm a hater. You could pull it off. I wish I could pull it off. But, you you know, he did good in Valencia. He was fast. He's quick. He's like a little pit, Spaniard pit bull, bro. Like, you know, good game good game for him, too. So, I think you called him the new Rafinha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Rafinha. Rafinha well, I mean, with, that, leads, with that mohawk, with that blonde mohawk. Get leads, it. Leads needs oh, no, a character. You know? <laughs> no, I thought it was fuck that guy because he didn't come to Chelsea. Listen, bro. Oh, Rafinha can go shit. stay in Barcelona. And Do you think Lewandowski ain't doing shit? Attempts. I saw, I saw, I saw that game this week. You guys ain't doing shit. You guys ain't doing shit, man. But it's all good. Stay in Barcelona. That's all good. Listen, anyways, today's game this morning started out with Nottingham Forest back in the fucking prem versus a big London club. Well, the Black Panther didn't score. <laughs> West Ham completely dominated. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, the Prem allows hard effort, victory. Yeah, Nottingham Forest oh, yeah. opening day victory in the Prem. Gotta love it. Such a historical club, and I told y'all earlier that it's important that Leeds and Forest stay up. Agreed. Yeah, I'm a supporter. I, I was really interested to watch this match just to see what Nottingham is all about. It's their first time that I think they were like the only game on. So. I think they had a lot of eyeballs on them today. Um, you know, obviously West Ham, like you mentioned, Chrome, they had a shit ton of chances. They fucked it up a bunch. 19 shots. Um, they had a goal overturned because Antonio fouled, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. someone off the ball. I probably would have let the goal stand, to be honest with you, but whatever. Um, and then they got a penalty right after that, and Declan Rice missed the penalty. So they really had their chances. They have no one to blame but themselves, and... That's all she wrote. Listen, this is the fucking Premier League, you know? Like, you got to take your chances. If you don't take them, someone else will do it. And one of the best things I saw this week and one of the best highlights was uh, someone on Brentford, I don't, not a superstar, obviously, was running down Ronaldo, who's going for the ball, and just fucking chucks him. Like, 
he just sends him flying. And I'm like, he just is like no respect for the GOAT. You know, <laughs> like that's no what I respect. love about the Premier League. No and so any given day, you know, a team like Nottingham Forest can beat West Ham. So no one gives a fuck about your wages or your transfer fees and agent bullshit. You know, it's just ball. So ball know, out straight Premier shout League. out Nottingham Forest. You guys deserve it. Uh, I think we covered pretty much every game in this match week two. What are you guys looking forward to match week three? I know the big game, Liverpool United, but is that really a big game? Not anymore. Yes, it is because I, I, it's like <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. It's really not okay. Like, oh man, let I me can't ask you wait something. for that. Let me ask you something. I think guys. it's next Monday night too. They keep giving us these Monday night games. I tell they you, they try I to appeal to the United guys, States. Man. Listen, do you think it could get worse for United? Absolutely. That's yeah. why I'm watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Geechee's not even here to defend himself. I mean, I mean, listen. First, I'm not even going to overlook Crystal Palace, but I am going to enjoy that tomorrow. You already overlooked. Don't lie. Going to enjoy that tomorrow. Well, I hope. Enjoy. I hope Crystal Palace play a good, a hell of a game, <laughs> and they give me a scare. Yeah, I mean, other than the, the heartbeat, <laughs> other than Menu and Liverpool, you know, looking ahead to the fixture list. You know, Leeds, Chelsea, you know, that could be interesting. I feel like that's going to be a fun match. Uh, Chelsea's Chelsea back line. Away. Hmm. Yeah, versus that Leeds attacking front. Um, you know, that would be Ellen Road. That's going to be popping. I, I, I want to watch that match. I see your face over Chris there. Looks Chris looks worried. Chris looks worried. Let me introduce you to Kulabali. God, we got we got, we got Loftus Cheek right wing back. We got Reese James third center back. We got Kulabali. We got the old man Thiago Silva. And you started. And you started. Cucurella, Chilwell. Where we at? Cucurella. He drinks Pavia. He drinks Australia. His ass fucking massive. <laughs> I ain't scared. I mean, you know, you guys, you guys started the season at Everton, handled that, you know. So, if you guys are a big club. Which you are. You guys are going to go over there and handle business. But it's still going to be a good game. Leads are no joke. No, no, no. 100%. Not at home. Rodrigo scoring. 100%. He I'm might not, be the I'm leading goal scorer right now, right? No, no, no. He I probably has three, four goals. Out of here. No, no. For get sure. out of here. No, but listen. Another game I'm actually looking forward to watching is uh, Everton Nani on Forest. They're kind of a par as far as comp- com- like competitiveness level, I guess you can say. However you would say that. Quality on the field. They're evenly matched. They're both hungry. They want to win. So that's going to be a good match. And I'm also looking forward to West Ham Brighton because Brighton coming off a draw. West Ham coming up. Fuck two uh, straight fuck, losses. Yeah, they gonna want. They're gonna want to win. They're both Must teams win. that are, are gritty, gritty teams. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy watching that too. Hmm. Hey, how about that Palace Villa game? Palace Villa. I'm going for oh. Villa. Not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's because your boy Stevie G's there, but it's you know, really because Coutinho, Patrick Vieira. No, Patrick put some respect Vieira. on his name. No, for sure, for sure. You'll have the boys. Match ready. week three Eagle looking again. looking on, very decent. Come on, you Eagles! And, and another nice little London derby, Fulham Brentford, mm. right down the street from each other. Mm. Where's that match? That match is at Fulham at Con Road. Ooh, Craven Cottage. Craven yeah, Cottage. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Con Road. Shout out Craven Cottage. Got a facelift, looking like a real. Even though I loved Craven Cottage last season because it looked like it was stuck in the 1908s. You feel me? But um, that's that gonna be a good stand. London derby, man. That that's gonna stand. be a good game. Both teams 
as they're hungry as well. Everybody's hungry. Who's cooking? Listen, who's cooking? Next week, Man City, hmm, your first real test. What? Who they got? Newcastle. Eh. I don't know. Yeah. I like Newcastle. Is it a but test? that's how we're going to end it. It's more like a it. quiz. It's more like a quiz. That's how we're going to end it. I swear to God, Halan, you about to face a real Premier League Get side next week. See y'all. I represent. Where them kids hang, third wall, killing your project, we got our own deck. It's a small hood, but it's all good. And Mr. Rogers ain't got shit up on my neighborhood. I represent none but cheese, From Richmond, California, all the way back to New Orleans. That married a cabin to other words, so food, watch your back. The mighty crowd look good, but some don't.